Alex. And I'm Katie. Welcome back to Project Weeb. It is now season three. Uh, even though our seasons seem to be uh, differentiating in length, <laughs> <laughs> we will um, try to keep this season to a healthy 12 episodes. But I'm back from Japan and Taiwan. Hi, welcome back. I've missed mm -hmm. you, Alex. How was it? It was great. Honestly, perfect season to go as well. Uh -huh. uh, Taiwan is, I don't think Taiwan's ever really cold because of where it sits. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of like Sydney weather. Yeah, like constantly. And then Japan was uh, cherry blossom season, sakura oh, season. Amazing. And it was beautiful. Took a lot of photos and ate next to like the cherry blossoms and the river oh, and stuff. Oh, romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It was with my mom though, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can be romantic too, right? Family time. It was very, very good family time. Very fun to take my mom around Japan as well because uh, while we've both been to Japan quite a lot, we've actually, well, once or twice we've been together. Mm -hmm. But one time was when I was really young. And the other time was when I was working in Japan, so I didn't have that much time to take them around. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so it was really good to take her around and show her places like I would go and like introduce her to like the more local cuisine stuff because every mm. time she'd go, she'd go with like, uh, like family friends or like, yeah, no, no, not, not tour groups. She'd go by like privately, but she'd go with like people around like her age or like people who aren't. Uh, native to Japan and so they wouldn't take her to like the authentic Japanese local places yeah like really everyday kind of local places mm, I see so I, see. I got to take her to those places and it was really good lots of fun what was her favorite place in Japan uh her favorite place in Japan that is hard I'm gonna have to try and read her mind because I don't think I asked her <laughs> <laughs> But I did take her to, so I'm a, once again, I'm a big ramen lover. Uh -huh. I did take her to this one ramen store that I am very fond of in Japan. And I only found out about it recently, mm -hmm. but it's so good. It's like literally one of the best ramens I think I've ever had. Is it in Tokyo? No, it's in Osaka. Okay, yeah. And she had a, she's actually like a rice person. She doesn't like noodles that much. I'm also a rice person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So you two like would, would understand each other, but <laughs> she wanted more, like more of this ramen. <laughs> she actually found it so nice. Mm, okay. What was the soup base? It's a chicken python, which is like pork bone broth, but instead it's made out of chicken. So it's like white and milky instead of clear. Uh-huh. And I believe they also got definitely scallops and some sort of like seafood, dried seafood or something in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just tastes amazing. It tastes amazing every single time I've went. And you think that it's more because of the soup base, right? Soup base, the noodles are nice. Like the presentation's good. Mm. The service is good. Like everything about this place is just really, really nice. Okay. What about the price? How much is it for one bowl? 980 yen. And that is about... It's about like... 12? 10, 11 bucks. 10, 11 yeah, 11. Bucks. Wow. Yeah. That is so cheap. Ramen these days are, I don't know, 25, I'm guessing. I haven't been out to eat ramen for a long time. <laughs> yeah. 25 is a bit overkill. Is it? Okay. But it's it's high. It's like, I think minimum maybe now 16-ish. Mm -mm -mm. 
Mm. Uh, and it can go all the way up to like, yeah, 25, I, th- I believe. Okay. I'll, I'll share with you my favorite ramen place. And this is coming from somebody that oh. loves rice. Okay. So this yeah, is a okay. place in Shinjuku. So nothing special. It's not like hmm. out in, I don't know, like Ginza or whatever. But it's just a little shabby like corner noodle place. And the interesting part is the broth is fish broth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like fish and seaweed or something, but it's very, it's very, uh, what's the word, rich. And mm-hmm. there's the option to get the ramen in a bowl with the watery soup, but then you could also get the version where it's like concentrated broth. Do you know what I mean? Like where you could dip the noodles and then you could eat that. Yeah, dipping noodles or skimming is what it's called in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I actually love skimming. I think recently I like skimming more than ramen. Uh-huh. The place I was talking about before, they also offer a Tsukimen version. Mm. And I actually get that all the time because I love the concentrated, like half soup, half sauce-like consistency. Mm, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just like you could pretty much pick your method of how to consume ramen. So it's always good. Yeah. The flexibility is great. Absolutely. Oh, okay. It's making me hungry now. But (laughs) ramen isn't the topic of conversation today. We are in for a treat because Alex is going to offer me a range of anime for me to watch. That's right. We are an anime podcast. (laughs) Not a ramen podcast. We talk about anime. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But I'm not against the idea of doing a ramen podcast. (laughs) But for now, this is the anime podcast. So we've got to start talking anime. Sure. As always, we got to go with a topic that links all the three titles that I'm about to present today. And you know what? I've been thinking about the whole month and a half that I've been away, you know, just on holiday the whole time. And this title, I think, just really kind of resonates with where we are at the moment. Mm-hmm, okay. So the genre for today is work or workplaces. <laughs> uh, huh. Any type of work? Yeah, so this is anime about people who are pretty much working at a workplace. It's always going to be or mostly people that graduate from high school, so more of an adult tone, maybe. Okay, okay. And it also shows us like an insight into different types of occupations. Oh, you know what? This is actually totally down my valley is up my valley down my valley yeah something i would be interested in (laughs) yeah somewhere around your valley (laughs) absolutely so somewhere somewhere around my valley so there's this series on youtube and it's about sort Uh of a day in the life of somebody right in japan so Uh it could be a carpenter it could be a restaurant owner but i love those videos because you get a glimpse of what people do in their day-to-day lives so this is perfect I am already interested. Okay, yeah. So you kind of get that dynamic where it's a job that you have like no experience in and you're seeing Mm. like behind the curtain of it, yeah? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very intriguing, yes. Has there been any kind of like one of those from one of those videos, any jobs that like kind of interested you? Like, oh, maybe, you know? That interests me? Yeah. Um, What was interesting was probably this guy that... uh, owns a manga company like he doesn't okay he doesn't own a company but he just hires uh-huh. people to to um yeah like draw manga for him and yeah. uh 
yeah, it was just it was cool. It was fun. It was there was a lot of um, different artists in the video. Mm. But mm. what was interesting was just the the long hours that they work. And oh, yeah. a lot of people, well, actually most people do it because they love anime or they love manga. Nobody does mm-hmm. it for the money because it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, mm. definitely a lot of pressure. A lot of passion is required mm-hmm. for jobs like manga. Actually, little tidbit fact, my cousin who currently lives in Japan, she's a manga artist. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she makes, they have like this huge, it's kind of like Comic Con, but in Japan it's called Comiket. Okay. Uh, short for comic comic market, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, she does a lot of like indie. They're called doujins, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. indie mangas, and that takes a lot of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and money because you draw a bunch of pages, you print out a certain number, and you try and sell them at the market. And if they don't sell, then you have to put them online and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of effort, especially for yeah. Once again, manga writers. Um, I do know the series that you're actually talking about, so I've seen the ramen one. Uh, of course, surprise yes, there. Yes, yes. And love ramen with a passion. Have thought about starting my own store. Really? Seen the hours. Yeah. And just let it be a let daydream. It go. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yeah. So I also love any um any of those series that's to do with restaurants, uh, or like just opening a shop that sells food, right? And then what always surprises really? me is just um just how clean all the shops are like the amount of time and energy spent on just freaking cleaning everything because it's all about food production and it needs to be at a certain standard and i really really appreciate mm-hmm. that as a consumer but goddamn, as a you know an owner far out that's a lot of work involved wait would you ever think about running a restaurant no no i don't think oh, so okay you just enjoy watching i enjoy it. anything to do with food like there was a, a i think a butcher um, or, you know, even if they just do manufacturing of food for wholesale purposes, like that's also very interesting because it's all about food. Anything to do with food, you got to be clean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely cleanliness is something that is a, a must for the food industry. Mm. So there's nothing that would interest you in like potentially changing jobs or like changing your career path. For me? If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. I I definitely want to change my career path. Like I work oh, in okay. corporate. <laughs> um, as in like if there's an opportunity, yeah, sure. I think so. I think that there's a lot of interesting things out there um, for people to explore. Um, mm-hmm. But there's nothing really right now that comes to mind that I'm just like, oh, I want to be in this career path. And to say career okay. path is a big thing, right? Because when we say career path, it usually means change of occupation, but I think there's a lot of opportunities out there where, you know, you could start your own side hustle or Mm. you could do something that not is technically not a change of career path, but it's just a different way to make money. Yeah. So business owner, maybe, maybe one day. So Mm. we'll see how that goes. Mm. What about um, if let's just say like we'll we'll chuck a bit of a fantasy twist on it. Like you Mm -hmm. could, you basically went back in time. Okay. And you've, you've retained your memories. Would you choose a different like career path than what you did? Oh, you, you mean if if what I study in uni is different, or if I just simply didn't even go to uni? No, no, no. Like, would you like? Let's just say you went back in time and you you still retain the memory of like you work in corporate and everything. Would you oh, okay. change the way you basically studied up until like you got the job? Would you try to go for something else, or you you think what you've chosen is? like a path that you would still take again if you went back in time. 
Oh my gosh, that's a deep question. Wow, <laughs> that is a deep question. I think that maybe I will stick to the path that I've taken because oh, it's really? a safe path. Yeah, it's a safe path and I know I've done the right things to to get to where I am at the moment. But in terms of excitement, I would say no. Mm. So if I want to be exciting, I'd probably like, I don't know, do a little bit more on the creative side. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. that's good. But the problem is I don't I can't guarantee myself money. Right? Mm, so yeah. I don't know, maybe I might make Minecraft videos knowing that Minecraft will blow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. That could be the thing cuz I yeah. would if I had that same thing happen to me, I think mm-hmm. I would focus a lot more on like IT and computing stuff. Really? As a degree and then work in that industry or just for your own learning? Uh, both. I, I use my computer a lot, but I am mm-hmm. not great at like IT stuff. Um, right. Like really in-depth IT stuff like coding or like knowing how like cybersecurity works and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, recently there's been all this stuff about like AI coming out and whatnot. And now I'm just at a point where, man, I don't, I don't even understand like the basic human can-do stuff. And now there's going to be even more crazier stuff that AI is going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like out of the loop. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, that's interesting. So if only we could go back in time, right? If only, then unfortunately, I think I'd just try and hit the lotto because (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a lot easier. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I would do if I went back in time, I think. Mm, mm, mm. But anyway, let's get back onto the titles. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, you've got the document. Can you please bring it up and have a read of the titles? Oh, it's been a long time. Oh, okay. So the first one is called Great Teacher Onizuka. The second one is called Ura Michi Onisan. <laughs> and the third one is called Servant X Service. Ugh. Cool. Whoa. Wait, why, why do you say ugh? Because <laughs> yeah, the last one, Servant X Service, sounds a bit porny. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually right, didn't notice right. that. Yeah, yeah. Now that you pointed it out, it does sound very suggestive. It suggests something, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can assure you, this is not the R18 plus episode that we're going to do eventually. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's uh, something I got brewing in the background. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, two titles were just pure English and then one was bare level Japanese, I believe. Mm-hmm. But let's start off with Grand Teacher, uh, sorry, not Grand Teacher, Great Teacher Onizuka, uh, shortened okay. as GTO. Oh my God, that's what GTO stands for. Oh, you know this title? I have heard about GTO, but only as a, like a um, series reenactment. So I did not know that this was an anime. Hey, the best dramas are usually always anime or mangas. Oh. <laughs> No Not usually, way. I'm just saying that. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, so 22-year-old Eikichi Onizuka, an ex-biker gang leader who's conquered Shonan, which is a part of East Japan, like Mm-mm-mm. in Kanaga, uh, and a virgin, has a dream to become the greatest high school teacher in all of Japan. So when he lands a job as the homeroom teacher of class 3-4 at the prestigious Holy Forest Academy, all of his talents are put to the test. 
as this caste is particularly infamous. Okay. Due to their utter contempt for all teachers, the class of students use psychological warfare to mentally break down any new homeroom teacher they get, forcing them to quit and leave the school. However, Onizuka isn't your average teacher, and he's ready for any challenge in his way. Okay. Hmm. Next up, we have Uramichi Oni-san. So in the studio of the morning children's show, together with Mama, a crew of miserable adults prepare their facades and amicable smiles and cheerful exteriors to educate a group of innocent preschoolers. In the middle of it stands Uramichi Omota, a former gymnast who can't help but bring the kids down to earth by revealing the harsh and depressing reality of adulthood, even <laughs> in front of the rolling cameras. Okay. Lastly, servant ex service or servant service. Frustrating, insufficient, and irritating is how most citizens would describe civil servants. So people who work for the government. Oh, okay. However, three new employees are about to discover what really happens behind the scenes. Lucy Yamaga uh, Yamagami, bent on revenge against a civil servant who allowed her comically long name to be put on her birth certificate. Yutaka Hasabe, an easygoing guy always on the lookout for a place to slack off, and Saya Miyoshi, a nervous first-time worker, are about to experience the underwhelming satisfaction of being government employees. Oh my gosh, okay. I can't believe they made an anime out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, government workers? What the fuck? Okay, anyways, let's start with the first one. GTO, great teacher, Onizuka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my question on this one. So I know this and I know this because I've heard about it growing up. And I mean when I was a kid, which means that this anime must be really old. And I'm looking at it now and it was made in the 2000s? 2000. Oh, 1998. Yeah. 1998 was the, the anime, I believe. So you're not worried that I'm going to watch this and be like, well, that's really poor quality? I mean, I think you're going to be understanding Okay. That it's an old anime. <laughs> okay. Uh, old anime has its own, you know, what's the word? Um, what's the word of like something? Character. Character? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It has its own character because everything was hand-drawn back then. So oh. you get a bit of, yeah. A you bit mean of... like right now everyone used digital drawing, like, I don't know, an iPad or whatever, but back then it was just pencil? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Back to the storyline. So this guy is an ex-gang member, right? Yeah, gang member. Bikey gang yet, leader. Yet he is only 22 years old. So uh, bikey gangs in Japan back in the day were usually high schoolers. Uh-huh. Or people that were like, yeah, year, like year 10 to like year 12 for us in Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they... Because anyone older than that would actually become Yakuza or at least like different type of gangs, but oh. they, they just basically fall under Yakuza. So these people were bikey gangs where they would just be in high school and they'd, they'd actually ride like the really crazy decked out Japanese bikes. I don't know if you've seen mm, any no, pictures I of haven't. them. No, Like they're, they're insane because the image you have here is like Harley's, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that. They're like normal, they're like kind of normal looking bikes, but then they've been decked out with like crazy fenders and like wings and everything and the exhaust pipes, like they are like a meter long or something. Mm, 
Okay. Right. So he started when he was young and he's already retired um, and he wants to be a good teacher. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you seen this one before? Ah, absolutely. So the whole reason why I got a drama was because this is a very popular story. I see. And yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people have watched this um, from our generation. Generation, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at Google Image right now, and there really is only just one guy, and he has short blonde hair. He has a very skinny dark long eyebrows and he's uh he's you know holding a cigarette on his mouth yep. so that really shows that it's the 90s for sure <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh looks looks okay there's no real um there's no real storyline in these images it's really just this one guy so i'm guessing the story is i don't know is it like humorous it's a bit funny it's definitely and all these comedy, yeah. Drama between the class uh, students and then the teacher, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And a lot of people can semi relate to Onizuka, the main character, mm-hmm. and his message sometimes. But then he also has very human things where, like, if if you piss him off enough, he's gonna call a bunch of bikies. <laughs> then, um... oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So he has his own way to deal with these students. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. I see. Okay, cool. Right, so next one is Ura, Uramichi Onisan. That's it. Okay, so I didn't really quite understand the storyline to this, um, but based on my quick Google search, it's a comedic anime that is also depressing. <laughs> So, as you would know, and I believe most people who are listening to a podcast and work, uh-huh. uh, waking up every day and going to work is slightly depressing. So, <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. So this, this is a guy that is just like, I know your life is depressing, but here are some things to make it less depressing. It's kind of like a not self-aware. What's the word I'm looking for? I know the actual what I'm looking for, which is postmodernization, but that's getting a bit too uh-huh. technical. But it's right. a kind of, it's just a slight dark comedy. Ooh, okay. And the guy is, so he works on the morning show and like dances with kids and everything. You know the, those yeah, jobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, So yep. he's supposed to be like the epitome of like brightness and like happy times for kids. But oh, then and he's the opposite. But then he's like, just like any job, you you get a bit over it sometimes and you want to escape the cage. <laughs> yeah, I see. So based on Google image is this one guy in a bright blue t-shirt and he's standing in front of, what are they, mascots? Just mm-hmm. people dressed up as bunny rabbits and bear and, you know, he's doing all these cute poses, clearly for kids. And then he has dark moments. Wow. That's it. Shit. Is this something that is very short? Like each episode is maybe like 10 minutes and he just gives you this one-liner at the end of each episode? So, Uramichi and Onisan, I believe, are just standard 20-something minute episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that, there's that much content <laughs> for this. There's like 13 episodes, so it's not super mm. long. Okay, and have you seen this one? Uh, I have not. I've actually spread Ooh. the manga. Okay. I mean, it was funny. It was a funny read. Okay. For a funny, quick read. Yeah. I see. Righto. Moving on to the next one. Servant of X Service. 
So, geez. Okay, so <laughs> you said that this was an anime about a bunch of, uh, what are they called again? Public servants, right? Civil servants. So employed by the government? Yeah. Okay, civil servants. And uh, from what I can see in Google Image, it's a lady and she has huge breasts. <laughs> um, and I got distracted. I don't know what else I'm looking at. <laughs> Just a bunch of office workers. There's nothing really to say. Pretty much. Is this sexual? Are you sure this is not sexual? This is non-sexual. She just... But why is why is her breast so big? She just has big breasts, all right? <laughs> but that's like, that's so unnecessary. But then it's not like they always got to have big breasts. It's just that this person has big breasts. Uh, some people have small breasts. And but she's the main character. They rolled the she? dice. She's like the only one. That's <laughs> they rolled the, the dice um... and she came out with big breasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and one of the google image is literally a girl that's putting her head against this lady with big breasts and says i miss my pillow <laughs> so is this meant to be comedy as well this is comedy they are all comedy i think they are more like a so all uh except for great teacher onizuka the other two uramichi onisan and servant service i believe are kind of like an introspective look into workplaces ah okay and so you're gonna have the parts where like people get like super powered up when their payday comes around and monday mornings they wake up and they're like skeletons or if you know what i mean Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like that and it's a relatable thing for workers basically like people like me yeah pretty much um or people (laughs) uh, listening whatnot but you just have different types of settings and they give a bit of insight into the job as well. So with this one, civil servants, basically government workers, the mm-hmm. summary started off by saying how like they're like slow, they're inefficient and everything. Yep, yep, yep. You cannot believe how slow <laughs> paperwork gets done in Japan. <laughs> really? It is so slow and they got so much stuff. Like... They're, so the place they're working at uh, in Japanese, I believe, is a. It's called a kuraksho, which is like your local, Mm-mm-mm. local like government building. Mm-mm-mm. And if you like, you change address. It's kind of like an RTA. Oh, yep, yep, yep. But like in Australia, our RTA is. I think it's decently fast. It takes like a few, like three business days or something to like get something changed. Maybe sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or like, let's just say you go for your license, and it takes like a week for your license to come you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in japan it's like a week to change your address what what it's actually so slow (laughs) is it because they need everything to be in paper form like they need a human on the other end and be like you have to do this on paper and then you have to mail this to me and then i will have someone to personally look at it as well like everything is not digital yeah it's literally paper yeah Yeah. it's like japan still uses fax machines or they still have them sitting in the office holy crap that's crazy yeah like the only people that use fax machines in australia are like institutional like level people i just wonder why they are so bad at changing like they are just not they just don't want to change and be more efficient i mean this has been talked about a lot online especially by people who've moved to japan Mm -hmm, japan's mm -hmm. got like this weird duality where like if something new gets introduced either it's like a complete acceptance of it oh okay and integration or Mm -mm -mm. a complete rejection of it Mm -mm 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 -mm. and like they would go more analog like 
with the introduction of emails, I reckon Japan mm-hmm. initially like denied sending documents via email. And then they, mm-hmm. for some reason, they increased the number of fax machines they had, even though no one was using them. <laughs> like they go in a completely opposite direction. I don't know what's wrong or why they do it. It's a bit of an exaggeration, but still, it's just like they got they they had this weird duality with um new new things being introduced into society. <laughs> because um Japan just started doing tap for your cards. Oh wait, but they've done it for um for subways and stuff like that, but just not for paying things, like as in you your bank cards, right? Yeah, your bank mm, cards. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. I don't know. It smells a bit funny. It just feels like the government's just trying to like just just keep everyone on a leash and re- refuse to sort of do more, right? Oh. Like, oh, shit, are we what? turning into Let's... a conspiracy podcast? <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe. Okay. Oh, anyway, so um, I have to make my choice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have a guess which one I would pick? Uh, I think it's going to be Uramichi Onisan. <laughs> Why? I think the I think the setting intrigues you. <laughs> okay, you got me. You're right. Hey, we haven't known each other for like twenty plus something years, <laughs> for the reason <laughs> the shows. But but servant v service was actually a runner up, like a tough runner up. I was considering that as well. I knew you were going to choose GTO just because it looks so old. <laughs> but I just I've heard of GTO and I know like I want to. I want to get to know it a little bit better. I've only seen glimpses of it, but um, you're right. It's a bit old. Mm. And uh, I find myself being more drawn to like modern anime, drawing, pace, all of that. Yeah. I've gotten hurt before, all right? I've seen those old animates and then I'm just like, why the fuck did I choose these? <laughs> Wait, oh, do you mean Aura and Coco Host Club? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's good. Or in host club. Man, I don't know. Oh. My phone's probably listening to me. Recently, my TikTok, I get every mm-hmm. now and then like something related to Order and Coco Host Club. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like a scene or something? A funny scene? There was most recently one of the um, riffs mm-hmm. that they use in the anime. It's being used a lot on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a lot of those videos. Mm-hmm. Like with that sound. And then also I just see stuff with, with people talking about how I think there was like some goods or something for Order and Coco Host Club recently. And then they were like, this look look at this. Like I feel like oh, okay. I'm back in my teenage years kind of thing. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, bring back the classic stuff, right? That's right. Mm, anywho, so I am interested because I want to see how this 31-year-old guy tells me about his depressing life to make mine less depressing. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some live tips, please. Yeah, or maybe you'll find a friend. <laughs> a friend in <laughs> so this guy's personality. Mm, find some comfort. This character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess right. we'll give it three episodes like usual. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let us know what you think next week. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. And uh, we're glad to be back, guys. So listen in and get ready for our third season of Project Weeb, where I perhaps not descend into weebhood. Maybe maybe not. This is going to continue for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. She has huge breasts. Um, and I got distracted. I don't know what else I'm looking at.